Welcome to Running a Dream, the podcast presented by Luzire Board and co-host Dario Randall. This episode of Running a Dream, the podcast is proudly brought to you by Run Detroit. Run Detroit is Detroit's specialty shop for all things running and walking. Located in the Midtown neighborhood, they provide weekly run groups, track workouts, shoe fittings, and advice for runners and walkers of all levels. Please visit their store located at 441 West Canfield Street, Detroit, Michigan, 48201. And for more information, visit their website at www.run-detroit.com and see why we love Run Detroit. Hello, this is Lucia Boyd, the host of Running the Dream, the podcast, and I am sitting here over in Starbucks in Livonia, right next to that Menards over there, and today I have a real wonderful guest, a real good friend of mine. She just got through running the 100 miler with Woodstock. She inspired me also to run my first 50K with Marquette. And now I'm inspired to do a 50 miler because of her and her aspirations. And I'm just, I'm just, I'm just excited, you all, because she just did one of the hardest races that I, just thinking about it. People trip out when they find out we do marathons, which is only 26.2 miles. But to do that four times, basically, in one session is 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 phenomenal amazing incredible terrific fantastic you know what i'm talking about i have with me today cindy cindy pronounce your last name for me juan juan i have cindy juan with me and thank you for giving me the opportunity to talk to you and hear your journey and what just happened and everything oh this is awesome now cindy tell me how did you start running tell me about Actually, it all starts at 2013 when I moved to Michigan. Before that, I, I mean, I dance, I do other things, but I just feel like running stupid. Um, it is still stupid sometimes, given that I've, I'm doing all those crazy, stupid, long distance. But, I mean, it just feels like so wonderful that one day I went out just running in my neighborhood. I just realized that I can actually run like two kilometers. I was like, wow, that was pretty long. And then I attended my first 5K, and they say, if you can do 5K, you can do 10Ks. If you can do 10K, and it's like, okay, time for a half marathon. And blah, blah, blah. That's here we are right now. Wow. So we just escalated from one level to the next level to the next level. To, exactly. And, and you just finished your first 100 miler this past weekend. Yep, on Saturday. So t- tell me about it. You have to tell me about the journey. I want to hear about the journey. I uh, mean, like, exactly for uh, this preparation? Yeah, for... for the preparation. I remember at uh, Marquette, you was telling me about you was, like, practicing in the middle of the night. And oh, you yeah. was going, and I was like, man, that's interesting. Getting getting used to being tired of, of um, running. And... Um, basically running in your sleep basically that's exactly what happened so uh, since I finished my 50 miler last year in the same race Woodstock I started to think about maybe one day I would do something longer and I keep on seeing people showing off their belt buckles after they do um, 100 miles Wow. that's a tradition for 100 milers and they give you belt buckles it seems like a lot of work for that but <laughs> You know, it, it just got something that I want to check off my bucket list. Um, so I start to look around and they all say, you know, your friends are all here. It's close to your home. Why don't you do your first 100 milers at Ron Woodstock the year after? So I start to register at Thanksgiving 2017, I believe. Okay. Uh, because they have a discount at that time. So I say... On know, Thanksgiving Day? Yep. It's kind of like the next day is Good Friday for <laughs> yeah, the market. Yeah. And I say, you know what, I'm going to register for it and see how far I can go. And I register for it and I start to think about this is something more serious 
than other kind of distance. I have to take it seriously. So instead of not running, <laughs> I start to、um, actually plan out my mileage,、uh, do some training, back-to-back -back long runs, and I also start to do weight training on my legs because、okay. I want to make sure I have enough strength and endurance to sustain such a long distance. No doubt. No yeah. Doubt.、Um, and I also start to think about arranging some night runs. And which I really appreciate.、Uh, all my friends have done this for, with me before, because it is very different for running in the dark for two hours, like you know, three a.m. or four a.m.,、right. or running after you go to work, like let's say eight p.m. Right. For one or two hours, because you know there's an end to that kind of run. Right. You know、Absolutely. the sun will come out, or after an hour or two, you'll go home and go to sleep. Right. It's very different for running overnight, because you'll be in dark. Totally, and usually in the race by yourself, not seeing all the roots and rocks on the surfaces, and for hours. Usually in the fifth or sixth hours, you just start thinking that sun will never come again. <laughs> <laughs> you just feel you're totally bearing this hopeless situation. <laughs> It's very different. So,、wow. yeah, I think start weight training and plan on night run practice are the two main thing. That I appreciate most for preparation. Okay. Yeah. So that weight training, because a lot of runners aren't doing the weight training. Exactly. You were doing that with your legs. Yeah. Were you doing like squats and? Yeah,、I、do a lot of squats, lunges, lunges, and also I intensify my hip muscles as well. Okay. Because especially on the trail, you're we runners have very strong quads and hamstrings. Right. And but on the trail, you have to move some side to side from time to time. So I think it's very important to balance that muscle. Using your lateral muscle,、um, you know, in in that long distance, I can imagine if anything is weak in your muscle, that power start hurting,、wow. and the other surrounding muscle group is gonna collapse pretty soon, and I don't want that in my long races. Right, no doubt, no、yep. doubt. I've 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 had the pleasure of running Marquette fifty、um, k with you two times,、mm -hmm. and I know you have very strong legs. Whenever I've seen you attack a heel. You just <laughs> you go up that hill so quick, and you you make the you make this face like you know, and you charge that hill, and I'm like, man, she already up there, and I'm trying to pitter pat my way up the hill, and those steps, like those steps they have at、uh, yeah. at、uh, what, what's the name of that one hill with the steps? They go up and up and up and up and up forever. Ah,、uh, it's called Sugarloaf Mountain. Sugarloaf, yes,、yeah. absolutely. <laughs> That's Sugarloaf. Them steps seem like they never end. And when you get up, you just be flying up them steps like, goodness gracious! <laughs> Man, you now you you had a wonderful support group with this particular hundred mile. Exactly.、Here. And it was like I was I was reading your bio and I was like, man, it's awesome when you got a group of people that's behind you and like won't let you give up, like blocking off different areas. <laughs> like, nah, she can't get out this way. If she try to run this direction, nah, she gonna finish this. That was really awesome for you to have that kind of support. Yeah, I I, I really appreciate.、It. I think that's very important, especially for my first time. Because、um, I want to have a good experience, I start as I said, I start planning really early on my part,、right. and also I start to ask my friend, telling them I'm doing this race, so I can quit in the middle or before that. So to ensure that it's going smoothly, I start arrange my、uh, support team.、Right. I know all my friends gonna be there cheering for us and helping, but I want a more established little group who、uh, who can commit to help me like from、right. time to time. So I have two lady friends,、um, Lisa and Lastly.、Mm -hmm. They both are my、uh, crew member. So I mean, they can run with me for some distance, just give me support. But mainly, they will be in the campground, setting up a tent, a home base.、Um, I text them every loop of this race, about four miles away from the start finish area. Okay. Tell them what I need. Okay. And so they can just come over and change my water pack,、wow. put stuff in. And I can be out of that spot in two to three minutes. Like a pit stop for the NASCAR race. Yeah,、huh? exactly. Wow, it's like professional is, services. Man, that's amazing. And I, I mean, I know I didn't sleep for like twenty nine hours. They didn't sleep either. They have to wait, right, and they were、right. worrying where I am. They have to make sure that、uh, I get what I need as fast as possible. Because once you stop, it's really hard to start again. Absolutely. Yeah, and except for this crew team, I also have、uh, three ladies as my pacer. Um, pacer cannot carry any stuff for the runners, 
but this race allow pacers starting from loop three. So they, they're basically your company. They can run with you, give you mental support, um, make sure that um, if something happened to you, people will know, right. help you communicate and mainly give you encouragement. Man, that was awesome. Yeah, my three lady friends, uh, Kimberly, Kim, and Amy. What miles did they meet? Well, like, do you remember what miles they met you at? Um, I didn't have Pacer, official Pacer at my Loop 3. Okay. So um, my crew member, Lisa and Leslie, they ran with me to the first aid station. Okay. And just keep me company, and then they left back to the home base to prepare stuff for me. And I finished the rest of the third loop on myself. That was uh, mile 51 after the third loop. Okay. Uh, and so the fourth loop, I have Kimberly. How far is a loop? Me. Each loop is uh, 17 miles. 17 miles a loop. Mm-hmm. Wow. It's actually big enough for you to forget that it's actually a loopy race. <laughs> <laughs> if it's like three or two miles, that would be oh, that really would, be hard. Crazy. But the problem about this yeah. race is uh, we're so familiar with that part of the trail. It's uh, it's literally in hell. Because Michigan. it's Potawatomi, right? Is that part of it? Right. And okay. also they they incorporate some of the North Trail. North Trail. It's like a um, horse trail and some rail trail and about a mile long of road. Okay. So it's it's a little bit everything. Yeah. Um, it's beautiful. But it's not really as epic scenery as Marquette or some Colorado mountains. Okay. So I would say this race is a very mental course. Because... It's not that many routes like Marquette though, is it? No, not as crazy. But okay. uh, still a lot of routes. And okay. all the big hills are close to the end of the loop. Okay. So I think the total elevation change... Well, elevation gain more like it's about 8,000 feet. Okay. Yeah, so nothing too crazy, but... Given that all the hills are in the later part of the loops. <laughs> However, after you run for so long, you feel those hill climbing is actually better for you because you're changing the muscle you're using. Absolutely. Yeah. A lot of people don't understand <laughs> no. that. Some people think that going uphill is crazy, but it, it can be No, relaxing. it's comfortable. <laughs> yeah, it's comfortable than going downhill forever. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Wow, that's, that's, that's amazing. How, how many um, how many 50 milers do you, have you done? Uh, only two. You got two of them? Okay. Yeah. Um, the first one was last year, same race in Woodstock. That that time we did three loops, so about 50, 51 mile. Okay. Another one is this June, because I decided I need a really long training run. Okay. And I don't really want to do a self-supported one, because I know I can't. <laughs> um, so I registered for this race in Yankee Spring. It's near Grand Rapids in Kalamazoo area. Okay. They have a West Michigan Trail Runners. They, that's an amazing group. They also came to Woodstock and to support each other. Oh, sweet. What, so, what, what, uh, you said that's over near where? Uh, it's in Kalamazoo. Kalamazoo and, area? And Grand Rapids. It's like 30 minutes from each city. Okay. Uh, it's a beautiful area, about as difficult as Potawatomi. I think the trail is nice. not too crazy, nice. but very beautiful, a lot of pines. And I did my first ever 50K there in one winter. I think oh. it's in 2015 winter. Okay. What, what, what month was that? In the summer? Uh, it's in this one? Yeah. It's in June. Okay, that was in Yeah, June. it was okay. called uh, Yankee, Spring Yankee Spring Trail Festival. That was a double marathon, so it's about 52.4 miles. 52.4 miles. Yeah, it's very long. and Was it, a couple, how many loops was that? Was that loops? It's or? actually a half marathon loop. Okay. So, four of them. Oh, wow. It, it's also mental. I think it's a very good training for Woodstock. And okay. Also, that that day was really hot. A lot of mosquitoes. And so, it, it was it was nasty. After that, I feel like Woodstock can be easier as long as it doesn't rain. Right. Oh, you yeah. had a perfect day. Yo, it the is. weather, man, everything was lined up perfectly for you that day. Oh, yeah. Nothing went terribly wrong. We got perfect weather. Right. Uh, not too hot, not too cold, not too wet. Because Woodstock has been raining for God knows how many years. Every year. Except for last year and oh this year. Oh my goodness. Yep. It was just waiting for you, huh? <laughs> when I try to do something serious, yep. Right, because I, 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 I'll never forget watching the, my first video of you doing Marquette. And I was like, man, I want to do that Marquette. You were just soaking wet. It was just raining and puddles and the rocks look all slippery and everything. I said, oh man, that looks dangerous you doing right there. Man, that's, that's amazing. That's amazing. Yeah. So, wow, I know it's probably, probably take you a minute to think about doing another 100 after doing that. Because usually when I do a big race, I'm like, I ain't doing that again. And a few weeks later, I'll be like, oh, I can do faster next year. I think I could go do that again. <laughs> Have you thought about 
like at the end of that race is when you were coming through the finish line you had your your posse with you all your support crew like rooting you on i was watching the watching the video and i was like man that's amazing and you was looking strong i said man she can do another 50 miles she, like she got another 50 in her <laughs> i was like oh my goodness so have you thought about doing another one 100 not the very night that night i just <laughs> you know how adrenaline just kick in while you're running those miles I feel all the emotions amplified. Um, you know, just at, at some point you'll feel, well, for example, you like a marathon or a regular 50Ks. You just feel like you'll gradually get tired. So you got more and more tired as time goes by and your spirit get lower until you actually hit the finish line. I think 100 miles are very different. You'll hit multiple walls. So every time, like suddenly you feel like you're very energetic, you can run, you can sprint, but the next minute you just totally cannot move any faster than crawling. Wow. And the, each stage can... And that's a straight... For, yeah. That's a straight mental part. You just got to just wait for it to come, kind of yeah. like, you got to just go through mm -hmm. it. It's a sex and it's like life. I look at it as, as like life, you know, in this life, life is like what I consider a roller coaster. We have our highs, we have our lows, we have like, we having fun running with our running friends. Then we have death in our family, we have lows, you know, it's just part of life. Things are going to happen like that, but you got to go through it. And when you get through it on the other side, you, you most of your life is more feeling good than feeling bad, depending on, you know, yeah, if you make exactly. it that way. That's why I say that I think the high part is sometimes, you know, adrenaline just kicks in or just you have like really good moment. You start running, kicking your legs. Suddenly the muscle loosen up temporarily. You forget about the pain. You say, oh, OK, I can sprint a little bit. So this usually happens on towards the end of each loop. I suddenly have all this positivity going on and say like, you know what, let's just go and get it. And right after I start the next loop, I drop all the way down to the alley. I was like, you know what, I don't know what I'm doing anymore. So this roller coaster ride just comes ups and downs and ups and downs like wow. since mile 50, I would say. Okay. It didn't stop. Usually loop four and five are my lowest point. I think it's mile 51 all the way to mile 85. Those are the lowest part. I, I just get worse and worse and worse. Oh my goodness. With occasional spikes of those high moments. Just spikes, yeah. <laughs> yeah. So when it goes toward the end and after I finish the whole thing, I feel the adrenaline kick was still there. Okay. But when you grab my stuff after taking a picture and sitting down, all the tiredness and all those low points just suddenly come back up again. I just feel like I couldn't move anymore. Wow. So at that time, actually sitting by the campfire, a friend just said, okay, so when is your next one? And I said, the question is too early. <laughs> and But the next day, uh, after I start typing those little write-up and race report, summary, posting pictures, liking people's posts for me, right. I start asking a question. Maybe I should ask people what is the good second hundred miler because I totally forget about the pain and I like how I feel right now, although I couldn't walk. So it's a really interesting stuff. I think human being, once you push through your limit, right, you want to have more. And we ultra runners, we trail runners, we're just crazy. Yeah, no we, doubt. We like to torture ourselves. <laughs> That's how we roll. That's how we roll. That's how we roll. You forget no about the painful part. Yeah. Yep. After, after it's over, you forget about it. I remember when I was running in the course, uh, there's a runner. You know, we talk to runners, so give each other a little encouragement. Right. Because this kind of distance is not a guaranteed success anyways. So we need to keep believing that you can do it. So we talk to each other about random things. Right. Um, at first, I talked to a runner, actually a group of them. They come from Chicago. Okay. And this is their second or whatever, fourth hundred miler. Wow. All they talk about for the first couple of miles I met them are bourbon whiskey. <laughs> so that's that's all we talk about. They they talk, they say there's a, this one in a liquor store somewhere in Michigan Avenue, which I can find piles like 30 feet tall walls of bourbon. Oh my so goodness. We just keep on talking about it. And I think in loop two or three, I saw this guy. We met in the dark 
totally and he thought me as another person I thought him was somebody I know so we talked for three or four miles okay it turned out we didn't know each other before but now we're friends right no and doubt. we also both do Brazilian jiu-jitsu oh yeah that's amazing so we talk Man. about arm bars triangle chokes and time just run fast small after. world huh yeah and then I think in loop three there's a Canadian guy he was singing behind me so I really enjoy it for a while and this is his like second or third hundred miler okay so I asked him about little tips to keep me going okay he said just think about this from now until you finish there will be a moment well he said there will be a lot of high and lows okay but there will be one specific moment clearly you really really want to die at that spot <laughs> you just say kill me right now so I don't have to suffer like a clearly wish of death Wow uh, but he said you have to believe that's what pass that will totally pass okay and nothing is better than pushing through that finishing line Man. I keep on reminding myself in all my highs and lows throughout the race because of his words until mile 81 I know what that feeling is. I clearly feel like, please kill me right now. I don't want to move anymore. I was grumpy. I don't want to talk. I feel there's like fog in front of my eyes because I haven't been sleeping for more than 24 hours. I always been running. And nothing's interesting anymore. I saw all this 50 kers and 50 milers, you know, passing us. They were trying to encourage me and say, hey, good job. I had the same experience last year when I was trying to encourage the 100 milers across the street. and <laughs> It came they, back they, around. They huh? gave me a nasty look. I feel so offended. <laughs> so I start teasing them. And now I feel bad because oh. I was in their shoes totally. I was in such a low moment and whoever Man. talks to me, I just really, really don't want to talk to them. So it's best not to just see them and say anything. No, I mean, I, th I really appreciate that. That actually helps. But at that moment, you just really want. Because I probably could, I probably could upset some people. Because I'm everybody that I pass, I'm saying good job, good job. Awesome. <laughs> and they, they have fresher legs. Wow. So yeah, they why. have fresher legs. Yeah, you know. but I really appreciate my pacers because they try to entertain me, encourage me. Uh, Kimberly kept on telling you bad jokes and look for, so keep me engaged. <laughs> at first, I laughed, and later I was too tired to respond anything. And but she kept on saying anyways. And loop five in my lowest moment, uh, another pacer, Kim. Uh, she's always those like crazy yelling, screaming one. Hey, same thing. Let's do this. Yay! <laughs> um, but in that loop, I I didn't really want to talk to her. Okay. I didn't want to talk to anybody. I just keep on telling her I'm in pain. I don't want to do this. She let me do my thing. Okay. But whenever somebody else tried to talk to us, encourage us, she said, "Yes, she's doing great. Cindy's awesome." She tried to encourage include me in this conversation so surround me with those positive vibes okay and i believe that works and later on i saw another friend jenna in the eighth station she gave me painkiller she said take it you know right. it's, it's not good for you but if it, you're in pain right, right at least they can help you right and after another 30 minutes it kicks in that's about the time like kim was trying to text uh my support team in the campground saying that cindy is thinking about Quitting. <laughs> and oh no! I, she, oh no! She not. Oh no! no. She not. <laughs> what, what, what they, they suddenly respond. They say, "No, she's not quitting. We're not letting her quit. She's so close. I can't really imagine." What mile thing. was this? Like 81, 82. Oh, nah, you got less than twenty miles. You yeah, ain't quitting. In my lowest point, and I didn't know that until I got back to a campground. Apparently, people wow. rallied to. Stop me from quitting. Yeah. They block all the routes, including the routes going to a restroom. And just direct me to that and give me to my next pacer, Amy. I mean Amy is also amazing. She she she's a very fast runner. But whenever I run with her, no matter how crappy that day I was, right. I always did really well. Good. She pushed me through my limit. She's so patient. She also keeps on telling bad jokes as well. <laughs> so at that moment I was so motivated. My last loop. It's about half an hour, 45 minutes faster than my previous two loops. Okay. Yeah, so I, I did like a negative split push. Wow, that, that, is, that is crazy. <laughs> she, did you hear that? She's doing a negative split <laughs> on a hundred miler. 
Oh my goodness, that is awesome. That's yeah. for the loop. Each loop, that loop was negative than the other one. That loop is the second fastest one. Wow, <laughs> that's crazy. Yeah, so it was it was amazing. Originally, the reason why I thought about quitting is that I thought I couldn't make the cutoff time because there's no way I finished the last loop faster than before. Okay. It turns out I did. Man. Yeah. That's I, straight up mental right there. Totally. I mean, without the support team, uh, there's a bunch of... Uh, our friends actually wait for us about a mile away from the finish line. Okay. They just show up in the dark and start screaming and we form a human train. That was and they walk awesome. With and I mean, they're just there keep on sending those encouragement. I mean, through the air, through online, tracking me, or they see, they see me on the course. Uh, some of the work, uh, staff and volunteers there. So I you can be tracked too. online on yep. Woodstock. Yeah, like all the other races, they we have some checkpoints in one of the eight stations. Okay. Yeah. And Did you go over like a mat or something? Uh, yeah. Okay. There's a mat there. Um, I remember one of the staff. I know his name's Wild Bill. <laughs> yeah, he gave me a talk uh, in the last couple miles. Okay. He just he show up in that eight station. He he just grabbed my shoulder and say, you know, you have that in the bank. You have it there. You only are four or five miles left. Wow. And I was. I had little stomach problems since then. Okay. Which is very, very lucky because that should have happened much earlier. Oh, wow. Yeah, I only had a stomach issue at that time. And that's an ultra killer usually. Okay. So he gave me this talk and said, you know, you get it. I said, I feel a little bit nauseated. He said, then puke it out. Feel better. He said, you look like a zombie right now, but you'll look really good later. <laughs> you look like the walking dead. Huh? <laughs> I feel like a zombie. Totally. <laughs> Yeah, and well, talking about zombies, they they actually did a prank on us over uh, overnight. Oh yeah, I think in loop three, about when I passing through like mile thirty five forty. Uh huh. Uh, we passed through. There's a I think a nature conserve area uh, owned by University of Michigan. Okay. So they put the fences on it. It looks like uh, the Jurassic Park fence. Right. So we call it Jurassic Park. And I was passing through this. I was so concentrating on my feet. So I was a little bit tired. I look up. There's a sign, which looks like a warning sign. Those black, yellow sign <laughs> looks very official, very permanent. Right, right. It says "Zombie Containment Area." Uh, please do not wave or close to the fence. Minimum pace <laughs> ten minutes per mile. And I look at the sign. I was like, "Wow, that is interesting." I will snap a picture the next time I see it in the daytime. But starting from loop four, I never see that sign again. <laughs> I told everybody, I said, "There's a sign. I saw it." And all my patients just look at me like, you're hallucinating. <laughs> and later on, somebody actually snapped the sign. Apparently, people just take take that sign away. <laughs> so it's a prank. They say like, okay, we'll let you see the sign. You're and right. later on, you come back, and you're just like, it was here. <laughs> That's why they call it hallucination. <laughs> I definitely hallucinated. Oh. All the deprived of sleep. And right, right. I saw the tree branches look like hands. Wow. And all the rocks look like they have faces, you know. <laughs> Yeah, after a while you start hallucinating. Wow, I can I can imagine because all the chemicals in your body are doing all kinds of And also, of stuff. we got stung by a yellow jacket in the first loop already. Seriously? Yeah. In the there's, first loop? There's a hive somewhere uh, in the very beginning, I think mile 13. Uh, uh, I heard the guy in front of me start screaming. And then I heard this like jet engine sound, like, mm. I said, oh, what is going on? I thought it was like wild animal or something. Oh, right, right. And I ran into where he was screaming. Right, right. And I feel this like sharp pain. Oh, where he's screaming. And I saw like, wow, three, four yellow jackets on me. Goodness gracious. Um, but actually, it wasn't that bad because after they stunned me, my muscle was not as sore. It's like a nature's dry needle. Oh my goodness. <laughs> muscle relaxer, huh? Exactly. <laughs> so I think, you know, everything. Everything things went wrong, but nothing went terribly wrong. Right. We right. got a little, you know, little this and that. But I think in general, everything worked out really well. And those amazing friends, they were just there. You know, they're they're there for you. Um, as I said, professional services. Uh, they gave up their weekends to pay people, to right. crew people, and to just sit there and then, you know, cheer for you. Right. Make sure you finish. I think this is me finishing a hundred miler, but in fact, it's everybody trying to work together and bring one person through. So man, I think that's man. very precious. That is that is awesome. Very precious. That is very awesome, yeah. man. Yeah, I, I'm excited about doing a fifty miler now. 
Oh, you like, should. Man, I'm, I'm, Thanksgiving Day. Mm-hmm. Signing up. Oh, yeah. Bam. Woodstock 2019. Marquette 50K going to be my long run for Woodstock 50 mile. <laughs> That's actually a good plan. Yeah. Yes. Just make sure um, we be careful on that technical terrain in Marquette. You know, I was really careful in Marquette because I didn't want to break anything before this. <laughs> no doubt. No. no doubt. But I mean, I yeah, did good this, this year really on great. it. I, I, I really felt even better than last year. Yeah, you did awesome. You know, yeah. I felt real good. I, I mean, it gets stronger and stronger. Uh, once you get used to some kind of long distance, right. you see trail running has a great community. Yes. yes, supporting each other no matter how fast or slow or everything's relative. I mean, we have a lot of love with each other. Always very supporting. What, what I do, what I love about the ultra community compared to the regular like marathon community, it's 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 just a it's it's a stronger mind. It's it's the mind is so much stronger, you know, for just just the thought of you. For for example, when you got a whole lot of hills, I've all, the funniest thing is when I was running with you is me, you, it was a group of guys that had caught up with us. We was running last year. Yeah. And you, it was either it was you. I think you said, man, it's not enough hills here. I wish they had more <laughs> hills. And I'm I'm behind y'all saying, what kind of mess? It's a these big huge. Mountains we climbing and they talking about it ain't enough hills. <laughs> the mindset is just awesome because I I had changed. I remember in the middle of that saying, "Yeah, okay, it ain't enough hills. Come on, you know." I have changing my mindset in the middle of that run and saying to myself, "Man, this is a whole nother thinking right here. I love it." You just need to love the hills, love the pain, and you know we're always here for everybody, for each other, and you know eventually you'll get to that finish. Eventually, and, and you have to enjoy uh, what's in the process, right? Yes. Yeah, I, I, I think the main thing is try to believe you can. You can never be totally prepared for anything, because there's so many things that can go wrong, not as expected. Right. But you know, you know what? Whatever, just enjoy it. Right. I got a crappy run, I throw up. So what? Right. I mean, it, it's part of experience. Exactly. And no matter what you do. We're always proud of each other. Uh, it's a great achievement to get out there and decide to do the thing. Mm -hmm. There are a lot of emotions in those kind of races. Like even this past weekend, I think in the middle of the night, I saw a lot of emotions. Uh, there are people in front of me start crying out of no, out of nowhere. Right, right. Uh, in in eight station, there's a lady saying she couldn't eat for and drink for like three hours. She feels so bad. She canceled her pacer. She doesn't want to continue. Right. Um, and she feel like a loser. Wow. So we try to tell her that, come on, you're not. Because right. who will come over here on a weekend, run overnight for like, what, 15 miles already? Right, right. And, you know, some will come out pretty soon. So why don't you push a little bit further and see how you feel? Right. I thought she pushed a little bit further, at least. Wow, yeah, that's awesome. So it's totally different. It's a... It's a feeling that you can do anything after that. Right, right. Yeah, no it's a doubt. great experience. But I think it's, it, you know, no matter how, how prepared you are, how awesome the surroundings, you still need that little positive luck. <laughs> yes, to, to get you going, to make sure nothing goes wrong. But, well, you know. <laughs> now, you were just, you were showing me your, um, your calories, 8,000 calories you burned. <laughs> That's like a whole nother little person. 8,000 yeah. calories. I think Garmin, there's a function of Garmin apps. They, they can actually tell you it's a very dangerous calorie deprivation. <laughs> <laughs> like basically, I'm like starved. How much food? You had to been eating up some food. You had to eat up a lot in those aid stations real quick. Yeah, not really. Not I didn't really, really eat much. Like I, I try to keep myself hydrated by drinking electrolyte water. Um, okay. Have some hammer gel. Have a little bit things, uh, especially like uh, oh pickle juice. Yeah, <laughs> what do you put in your pocket? For, for all those who's wondering what's going on, I just <laughs> I just went in my pocket and and pulled out a bottle of pick, pickle juice when I when I um, interviewed Chad. 
he told me that he did his whole hundred on pickle juice. Wow. He said this kept him from getting cramps. It is. It and is. I bought a whole case of it the next day. <laughs> and put it in your pocket? <laughs> Every pocket? Every time. I say, okay, if I He said on the onset of a of a um, cramp, look up. Yep. Drink the pickle juice. I was yeah. like, dude, I didn't know that. Because you want to okay. make sure that your body's still functioning after that such a long distance. Wow. And there's a hundred mile guy like past me and he keep on farting. <laughs> Last year he feels so bad, but I told him, you know, it's a good thing because your body's still functioning. Right, you're digesting, right, you're doing right. things. If you feel like you can't function, that's yeah. Not good. If he can't pass gas, he in trouble. Yeah, <laughs> you don't, he don't want to be stopped up. Yeah, that's what I do in the whole loop five, actually. Yeah. <laughs> Yep, I have to admit, sorry whoever run behind me. <laughs> it, it, hey, it ain't personal. <laughs> it's, yeah. just, it's just running. <laughs> yeah, just keep on telling yourself, you know, keep drinking, keep eating, going to restroom so you, you can monitor if you're hydrated. Right. Yeah, Were so, you eating anything particular? Uh, I like to get potato. Potatoes, okay. Uh, with salt, uh, which they usually oh, provide. Yeah, oh, they, they provide that. Mm-hmm. Okay, potatoes good. with the skin. With the skin, so, the little red ones? Uh, I think the they got a brown ones. The brown ones, okay. But those are really good to prevent cramping. Okay. Yeah, at least, and also they're filling, right. and not too heavy, so you can easily digest them. Um, you know, who, um, what's his name introduced me to that? Um, Michelle Grossback. He, he I, we did. Um, what what run was that? We did um, Oaks opening in. Ohio over near the Toledo airport. It's a big preserve, Oaks opening preserve over there. And I had a whole bag the night before. I took some sea salt and I boiled the potatoes and I had them in these Ziploc bags. Ah. And um, I forget, one of our friends was with us and he didn't have any fuel and I was feeding him some of my potatoes. <laughs> but we just did a 15 miler over there. Wow. And it, was, it was in the snow too. It was crazy. It was it was blood splatter all over the snow where somebody had, you could tell they it, somebody was deer hunting and hit a deer, but the deer was on our trail because every like hundred some feet we would see this deer splatter where he's losing blood. You oh, you you scared me for a while. I said, like, what kind of runner? Spinning <laughs> like, blood? That's very hardcore. <laughs> What kind of run is that? Well, we running through the woods and we seeing this this blood splatter and this reddish brown in the in the snow because just so happened it snowed the night before. So we like, man, why are we seeing blood splatter all over the place, man? Somebody somebody got a deer and the deer just was in the woods also. But it was funny because we would kept running into this this blood. It's like, dude, this everywhere we go, we keep running into the blood. Oh well, my that's goodness! Scary. It was like a a horror flick. The beginning of a horror flick about to happen. <laughs> well, imagine if you do your whatever hundred mile or fifty mile in the dark. Oh my you goodness! You see all this blood and oh, start hallucinating. Oh my goodness! Oh my god, that would be scary. That would be a trip. Yeah. Yeah, I'm looking forward to that next year doing the fifty. I got to get a fifty miler now. I think the important thing is always do back and back runs, um, long runs. You know, 18, 12, 18, 14, right, 16, 14. Right. Because nobody had time to do an actual long training run for a whole day. Right. I mean, occasionally we can do that. Yeah. But at most, you can get a 15K, right? We have life, we got stuff. So the more efficient way is that way. And also do a lot of muscle training. Okay. Yeah. Get back, to, get back to lifting weights. Yeah. Um, targeting on those muscles you are like relatively weak on. Okay. Um, my trainer actually asked me to do a lot of single leg stuff. Okay. Because if you do double leg, you know, squat or lunges or something like that, you will tend to use your stronger side. So okay. your stronger side gets stronger. Okay. And your weaker side is not trained. Okay. So if you do single leg, you force you to train your weaker part. Right, right. Yeah. And yeah. I do a lot of them. Um, do Make sure I have the right form. Did you do a lot of bands for doing your ITs or anything like that? Yeah. And um, I should have done better on that. Okay. Uh, I admit that I didn't stretch enough. I didn't foam roll enough. Okay. Well, well, that's good because now you know next time. Yeah. Okay. I'm, what I got to do more of, right? Yeah. So I would say, like, you know, take it seriously, but right. don't take it too seriously. Right. Keep it fun. Don't Keep it fun. Right. I mean, we're not trying to uh, wing this race, or if you want to finish, I mean, don't give yourself too much pressure. Cause this is a fun thing and you know you got a great family there to support you right. everybody's looking forward to you having fun and finish right so you want to finish straight right <laughs> keep the positivity 
Woodstock, here I come for my 50 miler 2019. Oh yeah, we'll definitely all be there cheering and watch out, there'll be naked running people at night. Oh Lord have mercy. <laughs> people running naked in the woods, oh my goodness. They have a naked run, yep. <laughs> so yeah, if you if you like all kind of distances, um, from 5k to 100 mile, including a night run, naked mile. <laughs> <laughs> you can all find in a woodstock and this is in our neck of the wood uh, so close to home we train there all the time we're familiar with that right and it's just a lot of sharing a lot of love and a lot of peace you can do tie-dyes as well <laughs> <laughs> oh I saw that that was yep. cool I saw a video it's they, like they a hippie had. run so right, yeah, right. It's a lot of, um, I did a tie-dye when I went to camp I used to go to a camp when I was um, younger years ago and they had the tie-dye twist it up, put the rubber bands on yep. it, put it in there, oh, that, that was cool. And there's some like flower power yoga, <laughs> hula hoop. Oh, the hula hoops was funny. I saw the video on the yep. hula hoops. Was, was that before or after they ran? Uh, it's like during. During. So when when I was out there running, right. there are a lot of activities going on in the campground. Right. You know, diff uh, shorter distance races, Okay. Um, kids playing and music lineup. So all kind of like it's it's Woodstock anyways. It starts on Friday, right? Yeah, hundred k's and hundred milers start at Friday, four p.m. Four p.m. I, I think this is the one of the best thing about this race is you'll be in the dark when you're still early in the race. Okay. So you're more energetic. Energetic. Yeah, because most of the hundred milers start you know early morning, just like every other race. So you'll be through the dark in your last couple miles. Wow. So that's very torturing. Wow. Yeah, it's very, very hard. About what time was it when you when you finished? What time of the day? Uh, I finished about 9 p.m. 9 p.m.? On Saturday. Saturday? Yeah. Okay, that was Saturday. But I got up at 9 a.m. on Friday, so basically I didn't sleep for such a long time. I couldn't sleep after because okay. you got so excited. Right, right. Uh, I tried to get some couple hours sleep, but the next morning I tried to get up from my tent. Right, it's right. It's really, really hard. I can imagine. Wow. Yeah. So you they had tents everywhere over yep. there. And you have to when I go I'm trying to get it set up now. When you go you have to get your area where your tent is. Yeah. And everything for that week cuz it's a weekend long. Mm, it's a right? weekend long. It, right. It's a lot. Kind of like Marquette, but yeah, okay. Yeah. Cool, cool. So we're familiar with that area. So what? and if you want you can like last year after my 50 mile, I went back home to sleep in my own bed. Oh, that well, you're close enough to do that. Yeah, that's good. Yeah, it's like everybody's about an hour away, right, so it's, right. it's not too bad. You can do it. Yeah, that's way better. Instead of seven hours away. Oh yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's way better. Yeah. Goodness gracious. Yeah. Now you, you had Sunday off though. I'm surprised you didn't take Monday off. That's interesting. Uh, nope. Because I told my boss I'll be at work. Okay. So he said, okay, I'll call you that day to make sure you're at work. Um, my legs were fine, thankfully again to all this weight training. I feel like my legs are much stronger, but my feet and ankle are totally busted. I got huge bruises under my right foot, and my left ankle was still really hurt right now. So if, if you could do anything different, what would you do to make that part of your feet stronger if you if you I would looking say at I would spend more time on my feet. Yeah. I have to run or walk more miles. So just make sure, because I got a desk job, I don't spend that many times on my feet. Right. So my feet is probably still very softy. Tender. <laughs> Tender. Yeah. Uh, this is, I probably need to add a little bit more mile on that because I was a little bit nervous before this race because I feel like I didn't train enough mileage as I want to. Okay. But you know, you, you did what you can. Right. And when you start that thing, just don't think about it. Um, make sure that you tell yourself you can do it. Right. Uh, I think this is this is probably something I would regret not to do enough before the race. Okay. Yeah. So spend more time on your feet. More time on your feet. Yeah. Even just do mall walking. You know, just go out hiking. That really helps. Okay. Spend more time on your feet. If you spend a lot of time on your feet, like during the weekdays, like you're working, standing. Right. That that might that helps cover out you. a lot. Yeah. Because that's what I do mostly. I, I'm on my feet a lot at mm -hmm. work. That's good. I do a lot of um, walking. Just today alone, I'm at nine thousand. I'm at nine thousand right now. 
Let's see how many steps I got today. Twenty-seven <laughs> hundred. Yes. Yeah, yeah, I try to avoid getting up today as much as possible. But I had three. I got a head start. I had about three thousand. I, I went in. Um, I ran three. I ran three miles today. Oh, that's good. I'm wearing Crocs. Or two miles. Because <laughs> I can't. I can't. Oh, <laughs> yes, you are. Because my feet were swelling this morning, so I couldn't. Fit it into my actual actual <laughs> shoes. Hey, I, you gonna be wearing them for some more? I'll be wearing them every day. Be like, look, y'all, I don't care. This is I'm gonna be wearing this all next two weeks, y'all. Get over it. Yeah, I probably lose a toenail too because I have a huge. You got a black toenail? Yeah, I have a huge bruise like in there. because oh, I keep on kicking the roots during the night oh. loops. You can't see anything. You what about headlamps? You don't wear headlamps? I would have headlamps, but you know sometimes you're tired. You you just couldn't get to it. Okay. Yeah, you know that route is right there, but you just couldn't lift, lift your feet high enough to avoid it. Wow. I actually almost fall. I didn't fall, but almost. I save a, I save a fall from like downhill. Oh. I grab the tree, spin around, and slide, landing like a home run. <laughs> People next to me actually clap. They say, "Can you do that again?" <laughs> that ain't funny. What mile was that? I think it's about 29, 30. Oh, you was early in the game. Early. Okay. So after that, I mean, I was so sleepy. Right. But I think that makes me avoid many of the obstacles because if I didn't see it, I won't trip over it. Right, right. right. <laughs> oh, my goodness. Yeah, I think sleepiness is also a key. Yeah. Because you need to stay high. Some people just feel so sleepy that they couldn't see anything. They fell asleep. They're so tired. Right. Um... Maybe it's still adrenaline, but I did also train occasionally for not sleeping. I was I was just thinking with um like caffeine help, having coffee or something like that when you get that sleepy. might help, but like heavy coffee and tea drinker like me, it doesn't work anymore. <laughs> so you are used to it, huh? I'm used to it. Uh, right. And I think what I did is before my overnight run, I still go to work. So a normal day plus an overnight run. Okay. So you practice getting um, getting up as a regular time and stay awake for so long. Right. I think that was a great training. Right. And one of my crew uh, member, she's our crew captain actually, lastly, she did many night run with me. You okay. know, come to keep me company and there's other ladies and just as crazy as I am. <laughs> uh, and once we also run with uh, one of uh, our friend Dan right. from the east side. Okay. Uh, they're just super supportive. They say, I will run with you. And if you need pacer, let me know. Things nice, like that. nice. So you got a lot of crazy people to do crazy training runs and action runs with you. Right, right. So you you just post it. Okay, tomorrow I decide to run overnight. Who wants to come? And then my friend from Kalamazoo is saying, oh, I'm coming. She okay. run overnight with me. Nice, <laughs> nice. You, got, you know what? You have a real good friends. Yeah. You have real, real good friends. You've been blessed. Do you swim any? Uh, no. No swimming? Okay. No. I was just curious about that. I, I swim, like, as recovery, so probably that's what I'm going to do this weekend. Okay. <laughs> but okay. Um, I, I don't swim, swim. I dive, though. Okay. Yeah. Interesting. Yep. Okay, good, mm -hmm. good. Man, that's interesting. Man. <laughs> yeah. This is a fun experience. I know. Life-changing. Just... <laughs> it's a totally different level of pain. Everything is very different comparing to uh, shorter distances even right. like 50 mile that may you know what that just made your 50 miler you like okay i can do a 50 miler no problem yeah <laughs> I, I i kind of feel like, interesting that how that how i feel after running 50 miles in this race at, at the beginning i was a little bit worrying because even in the january one i feel really tired okay and my feet hurts everything just not really right but this time, after 50 miles, I feel like, okay, I'm a tire, but acceptable. Experienced it. You, yeah. You've experienced it before. So you never know how strong you're going to be. Right. Um, Until you get there, huh? Yeah, I mean, every time you complain about, oh, this is a bad race, I didn't do well, I did it as fast as I can, I feel horrible. But those miles are all accumulated in your body. Right. Don't ever think you have a bad run. Right. Because they're all hard work. Yes. It all works. You banking. You was yeah, you're putting it all in that. the bank, huh? Mm -hmm. So you get it. You don't know you never know how strong you are until you actually do some epic stuff. Right. Yeah. Did you guys hear that? I want my listening audience to hear what she just said. You do not know how strong you are until you do some epic stuff. <laughs> epic. Epic. When you run a hundred miler, fifty miler, 
even 50k some of you haven't done a, a, a marathon yep. and it's just in your mind trust me take your body to the next level try it try the you next level and tackle that next devil you can do it yeah yeah definitely i was running with the all those wonderful ladies during my race uh, in my last loop we're just taking videos having a lot of fun while wow. we're trying to jog um they're just saying something that oh we have goals and you know we don't we don't do epic stuff with uh basic people right <laughs> so we're all awesome as long as you're you're with with each other we're just trying to tackle stuff together yeah we're epic you know that's yeah, we're right. not basic Nah, you definitely not basic anybody that got the got the wheel to go a mm -hmm. hundred miles is is epic I'm, I'm thinking i'm sitting here we're, we're over here off a of 96 freeway and middle belt area and i'm thinking even going to the end of detroit right now that's not even nowhere near 100 miles that's probably <laughs> that's probably only 20 sub miles if we was to go all the way to 94 and kazoo oh, yeah. road that's only 20 something miles oh yeah wow so one day we're just gonna have to go across the city just do a west side to east side run actually that might be a good idea yeah i'll post it i i that'll be awesome yeah i'm in that's that's me i already i've i made a route from um redford all the way to my brother's house my brother lives on the other side of um at cashew road and it's like 20 20 something miles it's only 20 something miles so it's 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 nothing it's 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 all it's mind over matter people if you don't mind it don't matter and even if you don't even if you do mind it don't matter you can still change your mind yeah. it's always important to have the courage to start i mean don't think oh okay i can only run x miles Why? so short or i'm so slow or i'm too old for them too young for them i'm not trained for that just go ahead and do it that's it you gotta start the the, the, the hardest part is the start yep i i had a um i had a guy at my job that just started he just started running asked me a few questions about running and i, I almost broke I down and cried almost but i couldn't cry in front of him i was like you know i was just happy this guy really wants to run and thought to come to me and say hey lou how do i start running so he um i could tell you could tell when somebody quit they don't want to talk to you hardly so i approached him i said look i want you to know that even if you quit don't quit start again and start where you left off at and keep starting over and over again just don't quit quitting don't quit starting should i say <laughs> don't quit quitting <laughs> it's double negative so positive positive yes yeah so i could tell it made him feel good because he started talking back to me i already know i already know you're not if if you start something people listen if you're listening Listen up, uh, my listening audience. Those of you who are not runners or just starting to run, if you miss a day and you're trying to do a certain plan and you want to stay focused, if you mess up one time, don't worry about it. Just pick yourself up and start all over again. Just don't quit forever. Just, just say, hey, I messed up. I didn't run yesterday. Don't worry about yesterday. Yesterday is a canceled check. Tomorrow is, is, a, is a new cash check. Go ahead tomorrow and run. And even if you don't run tomorrow, there's still the next day. Until you run out of breath in your body, you still got a chance to start. So keep starting over and over again. Eventually you'll get it. That's all I can say on that. <laughs> yeah, this is awesome. Yeah. Man. Totally. Man, I was that's I am so happy for the next episode. Oh yeah. For the next episode of us running and doing the next events and stuff. What you have on the table next? You got anything else on the table that you're gonna be running? Um. Well, first of all, uh, I think I, I wrote this in my race report as well. And um, because Woodstock is uh, Woodstock 100 mile is also a qualifier for Western States 100 mile. Right. Right. So which I means that. I got a lottery ticket. Uh, I know I said on Sunday I wouldn't consider it for now, 
but I think I'll still join the lottery. And if I got picked, I'll practice, I'll train hard for that, and I'll try to do it. Right. Uh, I mean, only have one ticket, so who knows, right? Right. But um, I, I will start planning for some smaller runs uh, next year. I think I'll be not what? trying to train for the run, but focusing on maintaining this uh, level of fitness. Right. And trying to uh, spend more time on my other hobbies as well, because I do other things. Okay. And while I think I'm still trying to register for some 50Ks um, earlier, I already registered for one in March in South Carolina. It's called Conquer the Rock. Oh. And that thing's really, really, really difficult. And if it, there's, a, there's actually a nearby one uh, in October. Uh, Lisa and Leslie, my two awesome crew member, they are going to do a self-supported uh, marathon on Lakeland Trail. Nice, nice. Dexter, Pinckney, that area. Okay. So I'm going to volunteer and help running with them for a while. Nice, yeah. nice. So those, those little things. Um, except for that, I'm still trying to get to Marquette again next year. Oh, absolutely. That's so much fun. It is, yeah. it is. I, I am so glad that my first my first ultra run was marquette was you know beautiful. for the difficulty epic. level i am so it was epic it was epic <laughs> it was beautiful well, and, yeah. it you was feel woodstock is like a breeze in the wood oh <laughs> you say say that again it's a breath in the wood it's the walk in the park oh my yeah. goodness that's gonna be so much yeah for the 50 miler that's gonna be interesting oh yeah how many how many loops is that uh it's two three, loop three loops three loop. okay so yeah. i'll be doing three loops yeah Alright. It'll feel work. long. Okay. It'll feel long. You'll feel like, wow, that's long. Wow. But you know, as as I say, nothing is happier than making it to that finish line. Yes. You might feel I want to die, you might feel I want to kill somebody, but they'll all pass. <laughs> yeah. Good, good. Yeah. Man, what <laughs> what a what an interesting life we live. Yep. It's just I don't I don't know. At least I I figured it out for us as ultra runners triathletes all these different um endurance athletes it's just we we like to take our bodies beyond what we think we can and i always say you know it's good to be excited and scared at the same time you know when you're about to do a certain event yeah so it's it's gonna be an epic it's gonna be an epic year next year because next year I'm, i have decided to do two oceans Oh wow! Which is 35 miles in South Africa, and I decided to do my first um, try. I want to do um, Traverse City half Ironman, and I want to do what you just said, um, the Woodstock with with the sprinkles of Marquette before it. Yeah, <laughs> sounds like a very epic lineup. Oh man! I can't wait. Oh man, yeah, I'm about to be. I'm, a, I'm about to be hitting the gym. I'm gonna be swimming. I'm gonna be biking. The paddy cords are letting me use their bike. They have a um, bike. They said they got a good bike for me to get on. It's a hybrid. Oh nice. So I'm excited about starting a bike because I never bike. So that's gonna be a fun event to do. So, man, I'm excited about your next episode, man. You might even go to a. Woo. Well, you know, they're 200 milers. Yeah, I know. I, I didn't <laughs> want to say it. I, you said it, not me. <laughs> no. You said it, I, not I think me. 100 mile is, I think the charming part is, you know, finishing is not guaranteed. Right. But starting and making it as far as I can is guaranteed. Yes. Yeah, this is the charming stuff about this kind of crazy distance. Right. Uh, maybe one day I'll be able to do this with like a breeze, but... <laughs> Now I think I'm trying to at least do one or two per year. I can see a hundred miler. I don't. I, right now I just can't see it. Maybe I can see it in the future, a, a two hundred. But right now I, you, you're, you like, open the door for other people to see further. Yeah. That's what you have done, Cindy. You've opened the door where people are saying, you know what, Cindy did a hundred miler. I can at least do fifty. <laughs> Hey, and be careful, that's very addictive. Yeah. Because later on you'll say, hmm, I do a 50. I'm going to do another one and I'll try 100 next year. You know, be careful. Yeah, <laughs> I know, I know. I, 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 keep, I keep falling for this addiction for some reason. Yeah. 
it's a it's a weird addiction we ultra runners have but for some reason we like taking it to the we like to go i keep saying from glory to glory to glory to the next glory <laughs> <laughs> yeah it's always the best feeling yes you ask for pain for hours and hours and all you get is the happiness that you cross the finishing line and celebrate with your friends and family yes and after that you forget about the pain you have and sign up for another one <laughs> I saw there's a term for describing people asking for pain <laughs> <laughs> oh my goodness yeah. awesome yeah this is this is very life-changing and I'm very lucky um, get to experience it and got a successful first attempt um, thanks to everybody who get give me support give me help and I always feel that because we feel this so much from our fellow community right. we always want to give back right so if anybody listening to this you want to do a crazy run I mean it can be a marathon it can be a different trail run can be crazy long distance like 100 miles 50 miles let us know We'll be there. We'll support you. We'll cheer you up, and we'll make sure you finish. Yeah, we make sure you finish. We're, <laughs> we're gonna cover up all the <laughs> escape routes. <laughs> that was just amazing. <laughs> yeah, that was. Well, thank you for spending time with me today and giving me um, your story of how everything yeah, went I enjoy down. Enjoy it. It's fun. Thank you for inviting. Oh, pleasure's mine. Pleasure's mine. Where you are, I want you all to stay tuned. I'm going to be talking about the book club that we have. I want you all to get the get the book. The, the book is an awesome book talking about your running weight and how to get faster, slimmer, and more lean. And this is another episode of Running a Dream. And I'm your host, Lucire Boyd. And remember... God loves you and I do too. All right, what a wonderful episode. We really, really had a great conversation about running the dream and going from one level to the next level. Hope you all enjoyed it. I'm just talking to you all right now from up at Houghton Lake. I'm enjoying a weekend right now, just getting away from everything for one of the last weekends before I head out to Milwaukee probably gonna get a few miles up here running this weekend I hope you all started reading the book with the book club we have an awesome book that we're reading this month of, of September the, the name of the book is called Running Weight by Matt Fritzgerald awesome book take you to another mindset the goal of these books that I'm introducing to you all are books that I have read and I'm rereading some of them just to uh, familiar familiar myself with what I've read before and kind of refresh it in my brain a little bit this this um, book right here is talking about getting lean and mean we all need to get lean and mean to stay focused on our health and eating right certain things you know I, I love sweets. I have a sweet tooth that you wouldn't believe. I love Snickers bars, Hostess cupcakes. I want to keep it real. I love potato chips, all the all the good stuff I love. Uh, and I quit eating red meat and um, chicken this year. I started back eating um, fish, but it's something about that sugar. That sugar is highly addictive and it's real bad. It's worse than meat for you. I'm about certain about it because it's harder for me to quit eating sugar than quit eating meat. I quit eating meat cold turkey. I'm trying to quit eating this sugar and it, it be calling me. It be calling me. So I'm focused on that. Working on going into 2019 with real, real low sugar in my diet. And, and taking it to the next level because I have a lot of ultra runs and and Ironman to do and I want to be in top tip-top condition so I want you all to go over to Facebook like the page like the page running the dream and you can keep up with us for each month doing 
doing the book club because we're going to be asking people, you know, expound on it. Let us know what you think about that particular book. Bring out some subjects in the book and we can have little conversations with it and kind of chew on it a little bit. Each of these books that we're going to bring it towards you. So you all have a wonderful week. Enjoy yourselves. Enjoy your families. Don't forget to have a nice balance with family and running. And you all remember that God loves you and I do too.